0: I understand what that song means now. I gotta go back and listen to that song again. See, I ain't understand the song. We sing songs, don't even understand. I'm telling you, Zion is calling hit different when you actually move into a higher place. It hit different. We exalt the hit different when you actually exalt God. Hello, can you hear me? Real Church Matters Where we talk Real Church Matters Because Real Church Matters Episode 152 I'm Forrest Hall And I'm so grateful to be here I hope you're grateful to hear me For those of you who don't know I was a little under the weather Had to deal with some things We'll discuss that further but uh, for those who did and, and prayed, I appreciate your prayers for keeping me in your hearts and your minds. Uh, for those that didn't know, continue to pray for me as I um, get my way back to uh, where I need to be. Um, I so missed the podcast. I listened to it the whole time, so I appreciate those who listened as well. Um shout out to the loyal listeners who went back and re-listened some of the old episodes and those who are sharing the word and uh, sharing it with people please listen, like, share write a review tell the world or at least your world I think this is a a good podcast, I think it's helpful to people so if y'all share it and I think other people can be blessed by it. Shout out to each and every person across the country and around the world who's listening. Um, I think it's been five weeks since I did one. Five weeks or four weeks, uh, October the 8th. Yeah, it's been a month, though. Four, I say four weeks. So I'm glad to be back. Um, is there any other housekeeping? Yeah. Uh, RealChurchMatters.com. Is the quickest way you can share it with people Just tell them Go to com And they can see all the old episodes That way they can go from there And then they can end up clicking on a Spotify link Or the iTunes link And they can get it How they get it uh, What else Oh, as always Obedience over audience So important to be obedient It's as important if not more important, than an audience. But since I have an audience, let's get to it. Yeah, I miss all of this. So, um, where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah. Um. So, like I said, it's episode 152 and uh I usually time this right where the music ends at the uh the point that I'm done talking but um i didn't i'm I'm a little shaky, a little rusty but uh let's talk about this um just the past month has been crazy, and I wanted to come back with something that was encouraging that could help you uh kind of Understand my journey and also help you with yours. so with that being said, episode one fifty two is called "Where are we?" and one of the things that went on while i was uh while I was sick as I was sitting in the hospital and I said to myself, "How did I get here? How did I get to this point where I'm sick?" How did I get to this point where I'm hurting, where I'm going through a lot of other extenuating things because I'm sick? How did I get here? And I asked myself that question honestly, and I got an honest answer. And one of the things that we all have to realize in every state of our life is you need to know where in the world you are and you need to know how you got there. And so I want to use this and in, in, in share some things with you that are important. Now, Proverbs 14 and 12 says there is a way that seems right to man, but in the end, its way is death. And so we can have a, a sense of what we want, a sense of what we want to do. But ultimately, where is that leading you? Ultimately, where is that taking you? Ultimately, where are you? You are there because of your choices. You are there because of your choices or you are there because of your choices. Now, that'll make sense in a second. No matter where you are, you are there because of how you have decided to live your life. Now, I know there's people who will tell you that. There are times where things happen to you just sheerly out of no fault of your own. But I want you to know wherever you are, whatever station of life you're in, you are there because of your choices. So look at Proverbs 131. It says, therefore, shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. One of the things I realized when I was in the hospital is what was happening to me was the result of me choosing a way. A way that seemed right to me or at least felt right to me. And in the process of me operating in the way that felt right or seemed right, I can't even say it seemed right. Uh, It seemed right to do in light of what I knew it was and how I knew it would affect me, I still did it. The way that I chose to eat, the way that I chose to maneuver and live, led me to a place where I was not helping myself, but I was hurting myself. And I want y'all to understand that I'm sharing this with you because in every aspect of our lives, our choices are leading us to a place. And wherever you are, you need to stop right now and say, How did I get here? I learned how I got there. You need to learn how you got there. You got there because you ate the fruit of your way. The things you are doing yields a result. That is what is there for you to partake in. And I was filled with my own devices. I was filled with my own choices. Look at Proverbs twelve fourteen says by fruitful speech. A man will be filled with good things and the work of a man's hands will reward him. The things that I was doing was rewarding me. Didn't feel like a reward in the hospital. But it's still a reward It is the causality. It is the response for my action. It is the wage for my work. You have to understand the choices we make. Yield a response. That is your reward. I want a better reward. I know you do, too. But for us men, especially, we find ourselves in places where we are dissatisfied. We find ourselves in places where we are hurting others and hurting ourselves. And I want you to know this is not just the roll of the dice of life. This is not the hand that you were dealt. This is the fruit of your choices, if you're somewhere right now and you don't have a job and you're unemployed or you're you're in a station of your life that you do not uh, you're not satisfied with and you do not like, if you're in a relationship or you're in situations that you do not like, if you just don't like where you're at in every aspect of your life mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. You have to ask yourself, how did you get there? You have to understand you got there because of your choices. Your choices. Proverbs 5.23 says he will die for lack of discipline led astray by his own great folly. The the place that I got myself in physically in day, I endangered myself because of my. Choices, my choices reflected a lack of discipline. They reflect a lack of discipline. This is important that we share these things wherever you are. If you're in a place that you do not feel is right, I want you to understand it is the result of either your lack of discipline or your faithfulness. But it's always going to be because of the choices that you made. Let me give you an example. I want you to look at Job and Jonah. So let's look at Jonah for a second. Jonah was called upon God to travel to Nineveh and warn the residents of Nineveh of the impending divine wrath. God was going to punish them. But instead, Jonah did not go to Nineveh. He boarded a ship to Tarshish. Caught in this storm, in this boat, he ordered the crew to cast him overboard, where he ended up in the belly of a giant fish. In that moment, I want you to understand, Jonah began to realize that he was in that fish because of his choice. He realized he was in the midst of a storm because of his choice. He had a simple choice. All he had to do is obey God. All he had to do was operate in discipline and do what God said, not what he wanted to do, not what he felt like doing, but do what God said. I'm a minister. I spend most of my life since I was 23 trying to reconcile and understand who God is and then take what I understand and what has, I have experienced of in growing in God and share that in a palpable way with others. I want you to understand it. it doesn't matter how much word I know. It doesn't matter how long I've been a minister when it comes to discipline. When it comes to making the right choices, I still have to eat the fruit of those choices, good or bad. There's not any amount of praying that can stop me from being in the hospital if I'm making choices that contradict the God by whom I pray to. This is the reality. Come on, guys. You did. You went to school, high school. You did not get the grades. You went to college. You didn't get the grades. Maybe you didn't finish. And now you're looking at your life and saying there's there's a glass ceiling. There's there's a a lot of people who are not allowing me to progress. There's only but so much money I can make. It's because of your choices. The things that you did, that brought you to that place. When you see the homeless person in the street. When you see the successful person driving past them, both of those people are eating the fruits of their hands. You gotta understand the way this works, God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. We all have free will, and in that free will, we have the ability to partake and eat what we yielded from our hands. Scripture says a man don't work, he don't eat. He was Paul was sharing with the people and making sure they understood that there shouldn't be a man just lying around reaping and eating the benefits of someone else's hard work. Everyone must work. And you will eat by which you worked. That is for better, or that is for worse. And I'm coming to you today to share with you the realities of it is I have partake in the fruit of my hands. In a good way. And in the bad. But I was reminded in this period of my life. I didn't get here by happenstance. I got here by choices. choices so I want you to look at this uh this prayer so Jonah is in this well or this the fish and he cries out in a prayer in chapter two of Jonah and in verse one he says then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish saying I called out to the Lord out of my distress and he answered me Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea. And the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Now, I want you to understand, he says that God cast him into the deep. But you have to understand why he's saying that. He's not saying that because God did this to him. He's saying this because God allowed it to happen to him to open his eyes, to see the error of his ways it was brought on because of his disobedience. This is, this is not because of God, but it is, is, but it isn't. Look at verse four. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight, and yet I shall look upon your holy temple. The waters close in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. At the roots of the mountain, I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought me up from the pit. O Lord. My God says when my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you and I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. One thing that we have to understand is in my time of pain and distress, I realized two things. Not only that I am here because of my choices. But salvation belongs to the Lord. See, we have to cry out and ask God to help us. In the time where we turned our eyes away from him, calling on him to turn his eyes back to us. He said. I will pay what I vowed. He committed himself to do what is right. He still has some other lessons to learn, but I want you to understand it. Even in in me going through the things, the choices that I made, I I made a vow to God. I will take care of what he has given me. He didn't just give me a business. He didn't just give me a family. He gave me a life. And I will take care of it. I have to. I have to. It's the least I can do and i'm challenging you to understand it there is something that you may be doing that does not honor god that pushes you away from him that turns your face away from him it's time for you to repent it's time for you to talk to god like jonah And understand what you're going through, all the distresses and the things that you're facing, and say, I commit to you so that you can receive salvation from the thing that you have brought yourself to. Three days later, he was spit out from the fish and went on to Nineveh to do what he was told to do, and he had to deal with some other things and learn some other lessons but the reality is that Jonah realized that he had found himself in a dark place, a distressed place, a diseased place because of his choices. Nobody knows where you're at in your life. Some people will know where you're at as far as what they see, but nobody truly knows where you're at. And nobody truly knows how you got there. Except for you. And so we got a decision to make. Do we want to keep staying where we're at? And feeling ourselves fainting? And feeling life slipping away? Decisions that I made and I can feel my grasp slipping. My control over situations slipping my ability to maneuver, slipping, all because of choices that I made. But salvation is the Lord. And what I share with one person is God didn't bring me to this, but he will bring me through it. And I'll come through it with a better understanding of how to hear wisdom and follow it. That's discipline. That's discipline. That's what people need to see from me. Discipline in every aspect of my life and from you. I want to look at some other scriptures here. So. Then we have Job. And so Job. Even in the beginning of the chapter, he starts off telling us about his character, described him as a blessed man who lives righteously in the land of Uz. The Lord praises Job. The praise of Job prompts one of the angels, Satan, to suggest that Job served God simply because God protected him. And God removes Job's protection and gives permission to the angel to take his wealth, his children, and his physical health but not his life. And so let's go to Job. And we're in uh, chapter one, we're verse seven. This says, the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro to the earth and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said, have you considered my servant Job? that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. And so I look at this and I say, man, so we as people, we deal with two different types of distresses. We deal from the distresses of our choices in a good way and in a bad way. Now, this may not seem like a good way, but Job was dealing with things. Job was attacked in his health, in his wealth, in his family because of the choices he made to live upright. Because of the choices he made to walk faithfully with God. Everybody can see you going through, but nobody knows why. But you do. You do. You know, sometimes people I have even told people like no one knows why things happen. They happen for two reasons. They either happen because of your faithfulness or they happen because of your disobedience. But you know whether you've been faithful and you know whether you've been disobedient. And if you don't know, that's what you should be seeking a clarity on. You should be seeking clarity on how you got here, not why, but how you got here. How did you arrive to that place? Job knew what type of man he was. And God knew what type of man he was. And because of that, even as Job went through, he never cursed God. And even as he dealt with his friends who wanted to tell him all of this stuff to the point where they in the latter chapters had to be rebuked. He knew who he was and he knew who God was. And it's a simple reminder. Simple reminder. We have to know Without a doubt, how we arrived at the places we arrived. I'm going to tell you something. I can take care of my health. I can eat right. I can exercise and I can still die. But I will die knowing. that It was not at the hands of my disobedience and it was not at the hands of my lack of discipline. That's where you need to be. We may not know why things happen all the time, but we'll know whether it was because of our choices in a good way or in a bad. Now, I know it doesn't feel good to tell Job, hey, this is all happening to you because God saw how upright you were and thought you were up for the challenge. And it doesn't make him feel any better with the boils all over his body and the loss of his family and the loss of his wealth. But it is, it does hit different. And it is a different type of situation. I don't want to live in a place where I'm eating the fruit of disobedience. I would rather eat the bitter fruit of obedience. As one scripture said, He said, "I would rather suffer than to seek the praises of men." That's a choice we all make. We have to make these choices, and we have to live and eat the fruit of them. There's a scripture that says, "Do not be deceived." In Galatians chapter six, verse seven through eight, God is not mocked; whatsoever one sows, that shall he reap. When we reap obedience, it doesn't always feel well. When we reap obedience, it doesn't always look well, but it's still well. It's for the one who sows to his own flesh. will reap corruption. The one who sows to the spirit will reap eternal life. No matter what happened to Jonah, he can rest assured knowing it, once he left that earth, he would reap the benefits of his obedience. We got to see, it doesn't matter what you're going through, it is because of your choices. Your choices are dictating how you are going through. I don't want to sit in the big fish no more because of my disobedience. I don't want to be in a situation of powerlessness and hurt and pain because of my disobedience. But if I have to go through those things because of my obedience, then that God be the glory. See, I'm not here telling you to do good because only good will happen to you. No, I'm telling you do good because even when you, bad befalls the good, it's for his glory. but it don't feel right to go through things that you don't have to go through it don't feel right to go through things because you did not obey look at this scripture hosea 10:13 says you have ploughed wickedness and reaped injustice You have eaten the fruit of lies because you have trusted in your own way and in the multitude of your mighty men. We have to evaluate this. We have to really look at this and say. When I'm making choices. Whose. Way. Am I trying to go. Whose way. I know the way. Let me tell you how much I know the way. I know that eating healthy uh, benefits me so much so that I had to go out of town on business. And because of that, I decided I didn't want to get sick. I I knew how my sugar was. I didn't want to get sick out of town. So I took the time, the diligence, the effort, the discipline to watch what I ate for three weeks to get myself in a place to be ready to go. That level of awareness, because I know the way and see how I can flick it on and do the way when I want to, is dangerous. We know the way. Those of you who don't know the way, I pray that you continue to move in the direction of the way until revelation and awareness comes to you. But most of us know the way. We know what's right says, he that knows to do good and does it not, it's sin. And we plowed wickedness, as this scripture says, and so we will reap the fruit of it. Because I trusted my own way, because I thought I knew what's best, because I thought how I felt was primary to everything else. It's not. Then you can look at other people and say, well, they get to do what they want. They get to eat what they want. And they don't have to deal with these things. That's them. That's their journey. That's their path. Their choices have different responses and different consequences. But your choices are your choices and have a different consequence than others. Deal with it. And I'm using myself and I don't mind using myself because I don't have any pride in that regard. I just hope it it benefits you and helps you as I continue to to get back to a healthy place of mind. I understand clearly now. Understand clearly. I no longer want to put myself in a situation where I. Put myself there. I want to be at the mercy of God's will. Not my flesh. Not my will. That's just something to think about. As. I kind of get back in the swing of things. I just want to give you something to think about. Those choices that we make. The places that we are in our lives. How do we get there? How did you get there? Been there, been dissatisfied, been frustrated, been upset. I thought and looked around at my situation and said, this is not fair. Why me? But I know why me now. I will always eat the fruit of my hands. I will always eat the fruit of my way. I will always eat the fruit of my choices. Can you live with that Job could live with it Jonah couldn't For better or for worse Let it be for obedience sake For better or for worse Let it be for obedience sake I'm getting back Forest Hall Real Church Matters Episode 152 Where are we? Where are you? Find your way back. Cry out to the Lord of salvation. Love you all.